Good morning. So good to be here again. Not too long time has passed, and it's a it's a wonderful blessing to think that I was going to see you again. <laughs> so um, this morning um, is my my sermon doesn't um, have um, the scriptures that we usually say in um, this um, occasion. But um, we are going to be meditating in, in the word joy. So um, that is the word for today. So there are, there are things that happen. And sometimes we feel like, can I sing for that? Can I praise God for that? And like I was meditating last night in the scripture that I was going to talk today. And, and suddenly I heard that probably our refrigerator wasn't working. So what I had to do with that? So it was kind of um, hard and to, to start organizing things that don't go bad and meditating in God's word and thinking, I need to praise God in the midst of this and not let the stuff go bad. And I was praying and praising God and, and calling the Holy Spirit to be upon me and, and encourage me and lift me up. And I experienced God in, the, in those moments because um, sometimes things make us um, think differently. Of um, um, We lose, we lose uh, heart sometimes. That is, that is not a, a reason to lose heart, but um, thinking that I needed to concentrate in the, in the sermon. But um, this morning... Um, I, I have, have this meditation on pursuit of joy because um, sometimes we are looking for joy in the wrong places. And um, how are we all searching for joy, pursuing for joy? Um, there are um, different, different uh, concepts, like secular concepts about joy and happiness. And um, we are going to learn this morning how we can live a life, joyful life as believers in the midst of a chaotic world. So some meanings of happiness and, and joy, um, secularly, secularly speaking. Uh, happiness is a sense of well-being, a contentment when people are successful or feel safe or lucky, then they experience happiness. Also said that is the opposite opposite of sadness. These days, we are seeing a lot a lot of excitement. Probably is happening among us. But um, there are people that is thinking about um, that gift that they would like to get, and they may have a list of things that they want to get this this Christmas. And some are counting the days when. This gift is going to come, and and they will be able to hold it, to see it, to hug it. But those um, those things are um, give, giving a sense of um, gladness that is temporary. So, what is the meaning of joy? This is a short um, statement. It is a person or thing that can cause happiness, great happiness or pleasure. As we see these meanings are similar. 
some people are confused of what is happiness and, and joy. They, make, they think that happiness is the same thing as joy. Some people think that having careers, um, having possession, different kind of material things will bring them joy. It's difficult sometimes um, to, to think that things are not in place, that um, are um, not going well. well. It's easy to live life when things are going well, when we have everything working well, when um, we, we have the, the, the money coming in at right, in the right on time. But what happens when things go bad, when problems arise? Happiness disappears. So coming, uh, happiness is, is a like feeling that comes and goes according to the circumstances. Sometimes we feel downcast. So it's temporary. That yesterday was an exciting day, a job, but today is not an exciting day. So we feel downcast. So I would like to read the scriptures that we um, I, that I, I have for today. And seem like isolated, isolated verses, but um, I have been thinking a lot, a lot about it, thinking um, as we are in, in a season of celebration. And we wish that not um, difficult things would come. So uh, in Romans 12, 12, excuse me. In Romans 12, 12 says, be joyful in hope. Patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. And then in, in Philippians, Philippians 4, 4, 7. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say, say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Father, for um, giving us this um, opportunity once again to meditate in your word and to learn what you have for us in it. Thank you, Lord. Help us, help my brothers and sisters, and help me, Lord, to be open to your word, to measure our spirits and our eyes and our ears spiritually be open. Father, in the name of Jesus, amen. Praise the Lord. So we talk about happiness and joy being um, the concept being uh, a confusion. But let's see what the Word of God said about um, joy. So joy is produced by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in us. So the presence of the Holy Spirit in us is what brings joy. Jesus in us produces joy. So uh, we find... I will be giving some more scriptures in Galatians 5:22. We find it's a list of, of uh, fruit of the spirit, and joy is one of them, and it's really uh, um, amazing for us because imagine if we didn't have joy, how life will be. We can, I don't think we can be happy. We can be um, 
content in this world. So the Bible tells us that God gives us joy and peace. We need the peace of the Lord. So the Bible also tells us that joy comes from God. Only in his presence there is joy, true joy, lasting joy. And in his presence we find the, the contentment that our soul needs. Again, I'm to my hands there. In Psalm 16:11 says, "You may know to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand there are pleasures." So when we come into the presence of the Lord, we can experience that joy that one that God wants for us. Without the presence of the Lord, we cannot do anything. We need to come into the presence of the Lord if we want to have joy that we can navigate this life in this world. In John 15, 10, Jesus said, you keep me, my, if you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's command and remain in his love. I have told you this so that, you may jo- that my joy may be in you and that your joy may, may be complete. So to keep an intimate relationship with Jesus in obedience to his commandment will make our joy complete. So it's not complete if we don't have the obedience that um, he requires from us. So obedience is a key, is a key, is the way to have complete joy. Amen? So the scripture scripture, uh, we read this morning in, in Romans, it says, be joyful in hope. So to be joyful in hope is to think about all those promises that God is giving us. How we can remain in him, how we can depend on him, how we can have our trust in him. It says, be patient in tribulation. How hard it is to be patient in tribulation, in difficult times, in um, pain, in sickness. It's not easy to be patient. But when we have that hope and our trust in Jesus, then we can be patient, waiting. Waiting is not an easy um, time in our lives. When we are just literally, when we are waiting in a line, we are waiting in a in a um, Clinic, uh, everywhere that we're waiting, it's not easy to be there. We always think what we need to do next. But when we are in a difficult situation, the only thing that we can do is to wait in the Lord because he's the only, the only one that can help us. So we, we are, um, acquire endurance when we come to the Lord, when we trust in him in the, the hard times, and we push forward, looking, looking ahead, no staying in, in, um, in the place of hardship, but um, looking forward that, that he is our strength in the middle of our difficult times. And it says, faithful in prayer. So, always we have to come to Jesus. I have been reading this book of um, this lady that wrote, um, always... Jesus, Jesus, calling Jesus, I forget the title, but um, 
is mentioning about always stay connected with Jesus. And we need to keep our eyes focused on him and not in the circumstances. The circumstances that we go through afflict us, take us, um, make us uncomfortable. But when we are in prayer, then we know that we have the we are at the right place. Amen. So the other the other uh, scripture that I found that we got is Philippians 4, 4, 7. So you will see that uh, before um, we have uh, prayer encourages us to be joyful, and then encourages us to do other things. And a few verses after it says that we need to be in prayer. So prayer is really, really important for us to keep us in, in the joy of the Lord. Because when we are in connection with him, when we are um, uh, in, in his presence, we find the, um, the strength that we need, the endurance that we need. So rejoice in the Lord always. It will say, I will say again, rejoice. So it, this rejoicing... How Paul could say rejoice in the Lord when he was in jail. He was going through so much hardship. And and many people uh, probably had uh, heard this this story, and I think probably I mentioned last time, when when Paul was in jail with Silas, they were worshiping the Lord. And this brings me to to a moment that I had this week with um, seeing my, my mother with the situation uh, with my brother, again, I don't want to bore you with that, this testimony, but my brother got to call my parents in Honduras from Mexico. And my, bro- my sister recorded him and my mother talking about um, excited. It was about three minutes call. And um, it reminded me, what, what I heard from my brother and my mother conversation, it reminded me of Paul being joyful and when he was in jail. My, my brother... Uh, was greeting my mother. He was so excited. It was just part of the conversation that, that was recorded. And then uh, my my mother was uh, happy to hear him. And and she, and he said um, he said to her, "Don't worry, mom. Don't worry. I'm fine. I am fine." And he was just so joyful, so excited. And he said, um, "Just be thankful to God that I am in jail because here." God has given me time to reflect, and I am fine. So that was just so wonderful. Sorry. So it was so wonderful to, to hear because God is sustaining him there. And this is what, what um, Paul is saying to the church. Don't lose heart. Rejoice in the Lord always because in him you find the answer for everything. And he says, I say it again, rejoice. Be joyful. So, uh, and also it's encouraging them to, to, that their testimony will be evident, that people will see that their, their life are, are different, that um, they, they, they are um, an example of, of a good um, testimony as believers. And they, they encourage them to be thinking about the coming of Jesus. The coming, that he came, like we have been singing, Jesus came as a baby to this world. He had a purpose to fulfill in this world. But he's coming again. And all these things that we might go through here, 
will have an end. They will pass. So then you encourage them not to be anxious about anything. Whatever is happening doesn't matter because we have Jesus with us. If there is pain, there is hardship in different ways in our lives, Jesus is with us. And we can bring those concerns and rest in him and be thankful for the answer that will come. We have to have the faith that the answer will come and that God will respond to our prayers. And, and so when we pray, we believe that we had what we had asked, Jesus already heard. God already have the answer for us. We pray in the, in the name of Jesus and we thank God and then we rest in him. Amen. So, um, as Paul was in jail, we see that he had a wonderful encouragement for for um, for his, the church. How we can give encouragement to other people? How we have all of us experienced God moving in our life, doing wonderful things, responding our prayers. How are we showing? People that we are joyful. Paul wanted them to, to give good, good testimony. So in a, a way to give testimony is to share what God has done. Amen? So we can be an example to people that... Um, I know in the, here in the church we have a lot of encouragement to each other. We encourage all of us. I see that we have a wonderful support system here. But how we can bring this support to people that is not in the church? It's important that we share the joy, that we tell people that Jesus healed me, that Jesus answered my prayer, and that we are not afraid to tell people. Some people might not want to hear, but they don't have choice. If they are your friends, they, they can listen to you. If they, can, they, have the, they give themselves the permission to tell you, to talk about other things, then you have the permission to tell them that Jesus is the answer for their, their situation. So here, in the last part of these verses, in verse 7, said that if we come before him in his presence and we come and talk to God in prayer, then what will happen is that the peace of God that transcends all understanding, all the, the mind, the thinking, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So everything has to do with Jesus. Everything has to do with our relationship with him. And that is why we are here. We are in a process, and whatever situation is happening, God may use it for our good, for making us strong, for persevering, for having endurance until the end, because we are not going to stay here forever. We are going to be with Jesus, and he, he will come again, and he will wipe all our tears. There will be no more pain. There will be no more sorrow. All will be glorious, a glorious celebration. Amen? I praise the Lord for what he has done. I praise the Lord for what he's doing in your lives. And I praise the Lord for every one of you that is here, that is being constant, coming to be filled with God, with his presence. The Apostle Paul went through many difficult times. And he gave us many reasons why we should be joyful. 
and not to lose heart. I, I have found several, several, um, there are many blessings that we can find in Christ. But I will, I will uh, give you a few, and I will give you some scripture. I will not read the whole scripture, but the essence of what some are one of those blessings that we have in Jesus. We are sanctified in Jesus. In 1 Corinthians 1, 2, tell us that we have been sanctified by the blood of Jesus. And in 1 Corinthians 1, 4, says we have been showered with the grace of God in Jesus Christ. We are saved by his grace, not by our works, by his grace. And we are reconciled with God through Jesus. We were enemies with God, but Jesus made us be reconciled with him. And there is, in Romans 8:1 says that there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ. All of us that have received Jesus, we are not condemned. We are not going to be living or thinking that we are condemned when we make mistakes. We know that we can come to Jesus. Always, we can come. If we make a mistake, we can confess our sins and he will forgive us. So we are, we are not condemned. We were far from God because of our, our sins. But now we have been brought near to God because of Jesus. Ephesians 2.13 tell us that. And then God forgave us the forgiveness of our sins. He, and he encourages us to, to pass that forgiveness to others the same way that we have been forgiven. Ephesians 4.32 so there are so many blessings that we have in Christ, and I, I encourage you to go back and, and find the blessings of the Lord that we have in Christ. So this morning, thinking about the season that we are celebrating, we can take the opportunity to remember how blessed we are. We can think about that Jesus, the Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us, that was promised to the Israelites is here for us too. He was there 33 years with them and gave his life for them, but he gave it for us too. And he paid the price for our peace. So he is our counselor when we lack wisdom and we don't know what to do. He is our prince of peace when there is so much chaos in the world. He is our mighty God, whom, for whom there is nothing impossible. He is our deliverer. He has made us free from our sins, from our chains. And he is our comforter, who gives us joy in the midst of our pain. He is the reason for our joy. How many say, praise God? Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let us remember. This word from Chronicles 16, 10, 11. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord in his strength. Seek his face always. So he's encouraging us to stay connected with him. There is no other way. We can have joy, complete joy in him. Let's pray. Oh, dear God, thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. 
thank you for giving us your joy, your blessings, Father. Thank you for all that you have done. Oh, God, thank you for that moment, God, when the shepherds found out that that you had been born in Bethlehem. Thank you for that moment when you were born that we know by the scriptures that was a wonderful, joyful time for those that saw you there. And we can only know by the testimony, but we know now by the scriptures what you did and why you came and what you have done for us. Increase our faith, Lord, and keep us, Lord, in your joy and your presence, God. May your Holy Spirit fill us. Let, Lord, be connected with you, Father. Let us not lose heart in our situations. Let us not lose um, our passion when circumstances come, Father. Help us, Lord, to look up to you. Thank you, Lord, for being here with us, for loving us, for caring for us, for taking our burdens, Lord, for giving us peace when we need peace, for comforting us when we have pain. Oh, God, thank you for my brothers and my sisters that are here today and for my for my brothers and sisters that are in their homes and they are going through difficulties, God, and may feel dismay, but give them the strength that they need, Father. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I praise your name today, God. I praise your name, Father and Son and Jesus and Holy Spirit. Thank you for being with us all the time. We are grateful to you for all that you have done. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus.